Welcome to the More Than Okay podcast, a well-being and family podcast about tips, strategies and stories on how to be more than okay. I'm Belinda Bray. I am a wife, a mum and a teacher and I love learning about well-being and I love taking what I've learnt into my everyday life, into my family and into my classroom and I'm excited to bring you along the journey so you can be more than okay. Welcome to another episode of More Than Okay. This is a short episode. We call them the drop-off with the idea that you can drop your little ones at school and listen to all your big ones, really. Um, And you can listen to this when you're heading to your next theme. This episode, we are looking at anxiety, which we have been looking at all month on the podcast. And I want to share with you a book. Um... It is a book called Atlas of the Heart by Brené Brown. Uh, If you're anywhere near me, you will probably already know that I am a big Brené Brown fan. I dressed up as Brené Brown for Book Week last year. I really love the way that she writes and I love that she writes about emotions and feelings and things like shame and empathy. If you're wanting some really good social psychology wisdom uh, humour, Uh, She's a great author. Anyway, I want to talk to you about one of the chapters in her book, which is called The Alice of the Heart. The chapter is called Places We Go When Things Are Uncertain or Too Much. So the topics she talks about in this chapter are stress, overwhelm, anxiety, worry, avoidance, excitement, dread, fear and vulnerability. These are all words that we can be using for anxiety because I think we tend to give a blanket statement of anxiety, but really it could be any of these other things. So learning the words more clearly to explain our emotions is actually really helpful and it can actually be helpful for our teens and our little ones to be able to articulate which particular form of worry they're feeling. So I'm going to go through these words and give you Brené's explanation and an example of how I might feel it because this is unfortunately my wheelhouse. I tend to feel overwhelm and a bit of stress. um, I don't know, just time of life. Anyone who's my age with kids and working and husbands and dreams and um, we can feel all these things. So the first word is stressed. And Brené say, says that we feel stressed when we elevate environmental demand as beyond our ability to cope successfully. This includes elements of unpredictability, uncontrollability and feeling overloaded. I can sometimes feel this with my job. Um, I sometimes wonder if I should write down what my job is, but then I really think that I would feel stressed. Um, I do a lot of different odd things that makes up my job, but I try not to feel stressed. But yeah, it comes when you've, especially when I add my busy job with my busy family. So stressed is a word that you might use as an alternative to anxiety. The next word is overwhelm. Overwhelm means an extreme level of stress an emotional and or cognitive intensity to the point of feeling unable to function. I, to be really honest, this is almost where I'm at right now. So at the moment I have marking all over my office 
Um, I'm working on a project that I've given myself a deadline for. I also teach. Uh, Again, I have kids and trying to look after my health and I've got a husband who's super busy and has some big plans ahead. So it's, uh, it's, there have been times even this week where it's felt as if maybe some of these things are starting to wobble and come, but the potential for them to crash down. Um, I don't think I'm hitting overwhelm, but I just feel it's close. So yeah, just to be super open, it is very real. Uh, the next little word in these, this family is anxiety. So the American Psychological Association defines anxiety as an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts, and physical changes like increased blood pressure. Anxiety can be a state or a trait. If you want to know more about the state or trait things, highly recommend you read the book. Um, Really helpful to understand the difference between the two. Um, So yeah, in most people's lives, there are seasons of anxiety. It's not fun. It's not fun to go to bed with a racing heart or to wake up feeling tense um, or feel those feelings of foreboding or the panic attacks. Uh, there's lots of different physical um, characteristics of anxiety and it's not great. Uh, so very important to look after yourself in these times and you can listen to some other episodes that we've done on anxiety about some really good strategies on how to live with this condition. The next word in this little family is called is worry. Uh, Worry is described as a chain of negative thoughts about bad things that might happen in the future. So worry is really the stealer of joy. Uh, And it can be like, it can be like having thoughts that are like a rat in a wheel. They just go around and around and around and around. Yeah, I have little things that I worry about that I have to really put to the side. So I worry that my dogs bark all day and it just is not totally rational, but I do worry that they are annoying the neighbours and just being a pest. Um, I worry that my kids are happy and I worry that um, I'm getting all my things done for work. There are these little things that just little rats in a wheel just start running and running and it's... um, And I have to spend a bit of time to go, let's stop thinking about that and do something else. But worry is a place that we go when things feel uncertain. The next word is avoidance. So avoidance is a a coping strategy for anxiety. So it's not showing up and often spending a lot of energy zigzagging around and away from the thing that already feels like it's consuming us. I see this a lot in teenagers a lot of avoidance, doing other things, uh, binge watching Netflix, playing games, just doing other things that gets them away from what they actually have to do. But the tricky thing about doing this is that it doesn't ever take that worry off a to-do list. It just keeps adding to it. So when you feel yourself going into avoidance mode, um, it's really good to just pull yourself together and just get the job done and get it taken off that ever-increasing list of things to do. The next word in this family is excitement. So excitement is described as an energized state of enthusiasm leading up to or during an enjoyable activity. This is like lining up for a roller coaster. It's so exciting. Uh, my family, we love roller coasters uh, and we uh, we have theme park passes this year and it's just so fun that lining up going oh what's going to happen and um, yeah fun excitement 
And it links to the next word, which is dread. So dread occurs frequently in response to high probability negative events. Its magnitude increases as the dreaded event draws nearer. Um, I saw this in my son when we lined up for a roller coaster that we were all excited about. He was filled with dread. And the moment that the roller coaster, he realized he was beyond the point of no return when that seatbelt locks in and you can't get out. He was certainly full of dread. Um, He seemed to enjoy it, but dread is a real thing. And this then leads to the next word, which is fear. So fear is a negative, short-lasting, high alert emotion in response to a perceived threat. And like anxiety, it can be a state or a trait. So again, let's look at the roller coaster. So the roller coaster is designed to throw us into a state of fear And it's controlled and it usually brings us right to the edge of our fear limits. But there are other things that cause us fear that we're afraid of. And it fits into this family of uh, things that we are uncertain about or find too much. Um, The last word here is vulnerability. So vulnerability is the emotion that we experience during times of uncertainty, risk and emotional exposure. So I have been feeling quite vulnerable this year. I've had a little girl. I had my little girl. She's not little. She's 18. She's moved out of home this year and it's actually shaken me a little bit more than I thought. So I have to be really aware of that, that I'm aware that I'm feeling vulnerable that um, our home has changed and it's not necessarily anxiety. I don't need to give it that name, but I just feel vulnerable. Something has shifted. Something's changed. So I just... I know that I've just given you a whole lot of definitions, but these words for me have been really helpful in giving a name to what I'm feeling. And I think Brené does this really well. And these words are a really good starting point for us as adults so that we can learn how we're feeling, pinpoint the emotion so that we can establish relationships and keep relationships and open relationships with being open about who we are and what we're feeling at that moment. They're also good for us to teach our children. I think we often put the blanket word anxiety over any worry that we're having about anything, but I think we can probably teach our kids to have some different words that they might be feeling vulnerable about something or they might be excited about something and it looks a little frenetic just teaching our kids some better words so they can articulate how they're feeling and that can help with their relationship with themselves and their relationships with others as well. So that was a lot of words. I do encourage you to go and find the book Atlas of the Heart. Uh, You can find it in bookstores. It's an e-book. The audible book is excellent. Uh, Brené gives a lot of extra little uh, bits which is fun to listen to. But I hope this episode has been useful This book has been useful for me and um, I'm hoping that it helps you and your family to be more than okay. If you have any advice, input, topics you'd like us to explore on the podcast, please email us at morethanokay at highlands.qld.edu.au. Again, we hope these episodes are useful and they help you and your family to be more than okay. 